back. It is your uh, Tuesday, Lori and Julia show. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's been a crazy, crazy uh, day so far. A quick uh, mention here that we're bringing back for, I don't know how many years in a row, I've lost count, but uh, Bids for Kids, that will be coming back a week from Thursday. And uh, we've got all sorts of uh, wonderful prize things. Lots of you... good experiences. Well, for you guys, mm-hmm. a share suite. Yay! <laughs> and it's, I love how it says in the email, share suite, one ticket for Lori, one ticket for Julia. Uh, the concert date, Saturday, May 18th. And that's just one of the things that we will be auctioning off for Bits for Kids a week from Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's also a Vegas trip to see Janet Jackson. Wow. What if I'm not here on May 18th? I'm not aware of you being gone on May 18th. I know. I know I just, we're going to have to discuss we're, this offline. I guess so. I'll, oh. I don't have anything like totally planned except for maybe, you know, something with my mom. Oh. <gasps> maybe she'll come here. We only have one ticket each. Julia, let's make, let's change our focus. Yes. And get off of the graft and bribery going on with wealthy white people and getting their kids in school. Shameful. I mean, I I really, I can't talk anymore. I can't, I can't stand not talking about it because it's just so unbelievable the, but, the but detail that's I can't coming get out. over any level of helicoptering okay that's where I like I mean this is so far down the road of helicoptering parenting it's unbelievable I've never even understood the first liftoff of a helicopter parent okay <laughs> even the first spindle of it all I don't I've never understood that uh, thing because I never had kids. I mean, the last I've been involved with uh, children has been, you know, me being a kid and then me being a bonus mom to Casey's uh, kids. And he did have a similar discipline like my dad. This is the way it is. And you got to work for what you want and you got to, I mean, you know, there's like no, not there. This would never have even, I was the same with the same thing. Right. So I never never got in. I, I'm not like, stop reading. Oh, it's just, you have to stop reading, but you have to remember uh, how old were your kids when we started on there? Five. Okay. One was five and one was four. Donnie and I have through the years and it's coming up upon 17. We have been amazed at the, like the the helicoptering and the fluttering that you did first, it was just gentle fluttering. Oh, I so mean, you're taking me to task now no, and saying that I'm, I'm a not, bad don't be a helicoptering No, gentle. I'm just explaining that I have never understood one single instance of helicoptering because that came into, that's more of a fact of people like my age or your age, people having kids and mm-hmm. you don't want your kids, like they're going through a completely different experience than you did. I mean, you and I, we went to college. When we turned 18, basically, our parents were like, okay, you're on your own. I was. You know, and (laughs) so, anyway, this is just taking helicoptering to an extreme. It is done now. It is completely done. That I mean, I've got a study later that you're going to just say, duh, about how sensitive people are because they've been helicoptered and gently fragiled their way to early adulthood and then they're like what? Yeah, they, they don't know how to fail oh yeah. yeah they don't it's an interesting it's not just this isolationist thing it's like that's just a fact of money there you know 
with these people. Mm-hmm. And the, and also the fact that they saw nothing wrong with it. And just like, maybe they just thought, like, you know how you get, like, I would always be, you know, very, I was a really helicopter, I guess, of that bonus mom when it came to shopping. Like, if there was anything, like, the kids had something to do. Like, I remember mm-hmm. when the boy was on the court for Homecoming King or that and I was like right. we have to go to Nordstrom and you have to get well, a blue remember blazer. remember you had to get a Miss suit. I remember well, the call. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to say that I can take a little credit for his um he kind of has like he really does appreciate good clothes mm-hmm. because he got helicoptered by me right over to Nordstrom. I'm not saying, you know, a lot of times it comes from a place you're not meaning for it to go this far, but it's like this is so far. It's horrible. It's right over the ledge. It's unbelievable. Well, it's the worst example of parenting you've ever heard of. And I think it's... Yeah, so no, I was not drawing a line between there. I'm just saying I've been shocked in general over like a lot of helicoptering things, even though I've done it as just a a parent adjunct or whatever. So I wasn't... Not a thing I I think my thing with this whole thing is, yeah, I helicoptered sometimes. I know I did. It was just... Everybody who's... uh, That is... I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't... Hasn't helicoptered. It's complete... No one parents... Like they got parented. We couldn't parent anymore. And you know... It's It's a different world. Different things change things for us. Three TV channels. Well, right. Right. And then... um, How did it all start? I don't know. Well, you want to know what... One of the big ones for me... I know this sounds dumb. No, go ahead. When Jacob Wetterling was abducted, that changed how I felt about leaving my kids alone. Mm-hmm. And it was in the news, and he was such a cute young boy, and he was so young. And I, I mean, and that was all going that on. That was you put the first thing of the that umbrella was up. My, that was my thing. And I don't know what year that was, but it was when, I mean, my, my kids were born in 95 and 96, and mm-hmm. I think his was earlier in the 90s when all mm-hmm. that started. Yeah. But it was such... A different thing to think two boys riding their bikes and someone would take them. And we never heard about that before. And we'd never seen. Well, it was so close to home. It was so close to home. And so I remember, like, for me, that was when, like, leaving them. I'd let the kids go run around in the neighborhood and stuff. Because that's what you did. I did. That's what we did. But I remember going out to stores. And I specifically remember remember one time in Home Depot where I couldn't find the boys. And they would always just go get the carts and go play crash cart crash carts yeah you know and hopefully my ankles weren't between the two carts <laughs> you know and we'd be we'd be in Kohl's or i remember we were in herberger's once and they just were playing hide and seek under the yes. bathing suit wraps yeah. and we tipped over everything you no, know, and, know and but the one time in home depot this was for me After. the helicoptering parenting of worrying someone's going to take my kid, kid okay was a new thing in my thing, and then the influence of then we had the Game Boys, then we had the Game Cues, and everyone says you don't have to use it. And then yeah. later it was the video games, and then right. later it was the phones, and then everyone got a trophy, uh, and right. everyone was a winner exactly. during right. my kids' phase, and yep. I didn't want that. Yeah, and I'm like, because I want it's kids like that this... you win and you lose and just take it. Yeah, right. but everyone had yeah. to be rewarded yeah. for yes. something. Couldn't agree more, Julia. Yeah. And that was these were some of the big influences if I was to look back, but. Yeah. When one time when I couldn't find my kids, I just I remember just absolutely thinking they're gone. They're gone. I've lost them. Yeah. And this is it, you know, kind of thing. But I I never my parents, we just ran around. They they never knew in in neighborhoods took care of children. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you can't. And there was never this fear of being abducted. 
Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, so that, that kind of was a big a influence on me. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in New York City. Right. Yeah. And my parents didn't know where I was half never, the time. Right. There was never any concern. Yeah, when we lived in Japan, <laughs> we lived at an Air Force base, like 70 miles outside of Tokyo. Like a gated community. Well, no, but we would take the train in sixth grade yeah. into Tokyo. You just had one ferry. You had to change at one station. Mm-hmm. No, no one thought anything like, of it. No one thought anything of yeah. it. Now we were not. You know, we'd gone on a couple of school trips, but it was like it also was. Japan was considered and is considered very safe. Yes, it is. You know, mm-hmm. and yes, uh, all of that. You know, but it wouldn't even occur to my parents. No matter where we lived, mm-hmm. we always just ran around like everybody did. If you came of age. Before when did like before the nineties? Right, really? Because even Casey's kids, who are eighties kids, right. they roamed. They roamed. Yeah, they roamed. Um, they were what they call free range children. Yes, now. they were. Yeah, that's, right. that's what they call. You know, <laughs> the do. other thing the I was thinking range. of yeah. is I remember my struggle because at seventeen I was kicked out and went to college and had no money. Right, and I me, I bopped yeah. from college to college to college, and I remember cashing checks for like seventy two cents to buy a package of um, marbles. Oh, okay, marbles. not marbles, yeah. but Merit one hundreds until okay. I got sick. You know, but I mean, seriously, I had no money, so I thought if I can help put my kids through college and if I can help make things easier, how nice is that for them? Yeah, yeah. Because we, I had to write a proposal why I could have car insurance, you know, yeah. why I got to take driver's ed. Everything was such a struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of wanted something opposite for your kids. I get it. So it's just, it was just, it's a whole different time. But These parents have gone, they've, they've taken helicopter. Right. They're like Thelma and Louise yeah. in the helicopter. Right. They lost their complete right. uh, moral compass yeah. or whatever. And that's, you know what, I wouldn't want to be them for anything Never, nothing. i mean this could cause a breakup between felicity william h macy yeah felicity it, huffman and william h macy he showed up today laurie at the Co- county yeah. uh, court oh, office yeah, I'm sure he did very 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 but it, it is something you know who was happy probably about this jesse smollett went to court today <laughs> he and didn't we haven't even nothing. talked about him no nobody, nobody no one's no. even picking up i mean <laughs> bethany franco might have had the most poignant thing oh you know you're gonna stage an assault to become famous and then you're gonna bribe somebody all this money you know to get your kid in college all so you can show off i don't get it yeah. i mean i do always like how she's just right there she is right there but she, i would sort throw something right back well no felicity is a lot more she doesn't need to clap back at no she anybody. doesn't no i personally at yeah. bethany because she likes to throw some but this was specifically, this specifically about that yes it was just pointing out the kind of the similarities between the two that they're not that far off of the so bad whatever i kind of it's the worst thing you've ever heard yeah it's a sense of and i don't think it's helicoptering i think no it's taking it over and it's entitlement like donnie says and it's not making your kids earn anything which is completely wrong and a helicopter parent doesn't do that well i know but some people would say that some helicoptering is not letting your kids fail and is not letting them absolutely you know that you're not ever letting them learn the hard stuff so that then kids get out there and they're working for and they're 25 and Mm -hmm. if somebody even speaks to them brusquely their uh, feathers are ruffled i'm lucky i i look back and think of some of the big mistakes that they've made 
And I'm grateful for them because they've had to learn. And they've yes. had to learn a very hard way. Yes, that good. is a good yeah. thing. Oh, no. That Let them go to college for a while. And you also know? your boys played sports. So there is a there is a thing and they've shown study after study that kids who play sports, whatever it is, there is a discipline and a thing there that or just is good activities for them. being involved in something. Yes. Yeah, yeah it could be Anything. something like that. But as long as there's some mm-hmm. structure to it. Oh, I just feel for these kids, too. Yuck. Well, you wonder what kind of trolling and hating they're getting online. They'll have to close everything down. Well, one of them really will be disappointed because it's what she wants to do. <sighs> well, yeah, all right. that's a, a, Olivia. Yeah, um, now people will know her name. Yeah. If she's in the hands of the right person, she'll come out of this the other side smelling like a rose. Oh, gosh. Honestly. It's going to be hard to get there. I know, but Julia, give it time. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you. All right, listen, we are late for the dirt alert. We've got, we got a holly with that. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly Hollywood is here, and she's a Holly Holly cold. Oh, my gosh. You just totally got a cold, like, in two hours. Yeah, it happened this afternoon. Unbelievable. Are you allergic to us or any of the stories you've been reporting on today? Well, oh, my gosh. I mean, you could say that I'm allergic to the big story of the day, this college admission scandal that is far and wide. Now, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it just because I know, Lori and Julie, you guys were just talking about this. We're trying to sort through our feelings. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of feelings to sort Mm -hmm. through. But what we do know is that Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman, now they're just the names that we know, which is why we're talking. Talking about those two names, they're in the world of celebrity, but they're over. They're two of the over forty people who are being indicted in this college admissions fraud. Now, Lori Laughlin and her husband Massimo, the Target designer, being accused of combined five hundred thousand dollars given to this guy to get their two daughters into the University of Southern California by pretending that their daughters were crew athletes. You know, on the rowboat, the rowing crew. But the the, the school, somebody at the school went along with this. Yes, yes, that, yes. So and there's took two the crew took the bribe. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right. Yes. The Senior Women's Associate Athletic Director, Donna Heinel, is involved in this mm-hmm. and allegedly the man who coordinated all of this he had a he, he was working on the inside oh 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to be yep. had, but uh, Felicity Huffman mm. in Los Angeles court today, reportedly Lori Laughlin flying to Los Angeles to be arraigned in Los Angeles Superior Court today. I wonder what Uncle Jesse's going to say to Aunt Becky. Oh, my Lanta, <laughs> mm-hmm. at the very least. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you can go and check out all the details on our website at mytalk1071.com for the latest on that story. Um, R. Kelly in the news today because he sat down, of course, last week with that big epic interview with Gail King. And now he's saying that he is in constant touch with his, quote, spirit and listens to it more than people around him. This, according to a source close That's to R. Kelly. Well, really, I his mean, spirit guided him poorly last week. No, he's yeah. he must have just yeah. he's hired somebody or somebody's hired somebody, and he said, "Now find Jesus." Yeah, basically, Alleg- and then tell people, you know, that that, that that's what's happening. Yeah, that he led yes. you there. Allegedly, the source telling TMZ that this spirit that speaks directly with R. Kelly oh. wanted him to share the truth with Gail King in that interview last week, and that. R. Kelly owed it to himself. What truth? He talked in circles. Yeah, I know. He didn't say anything. He didn't. I mean, he he, was innocent. Like when when Gail said, well, what is it about you and all the young women? He's like, women, women. I like women. I like like 42. I kick it back with the 50-year-old. You know, I mean, I like women. You know, it was just like, I mean, that was really cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Worst idea he ever had. I mean, and apparently he thought that he owed it to the fans. You know, what what about this? What if the lawyer is saying, if nothing else, you can say you got bad advice by me for a mistrial or something that you did this interview and you so polluted the jury pool. It'll be a thing, a future chip down the road. They picked it up, but too much media picked it up and it was played too many times and there's no way you could ignore it. It was on it was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. It was on Saturday Night Live. It's been everywhere. I'm just saying. The Lori is always thinking conspiracy. Oh, you no, know, no, it's in the I, back of her mind. Uh, no, but I mean, you could, could you could She's think a law I'm, school dropout. I'm, she I'm, setting, exam. I'm setting a future honey <laughs> honey trap somehow to get out of, I don't that know. That damn LSAT oh, score man. was just not high enough. Oh, Jesus. thank you for that uh, insight, Lori <laughs> okay, Bargini Esquire. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, <laughs> what's interesting about this is, that, is <laughs> that apparently R. Kelly, despite doing this interview for the fans, doesn't care about the public opinion about him. No, that is not true at all. <laughs> How's he going to have content if the, the public he, doesn't like right, him? Right, that's exactly right. It's affecting I don't the, care about the public. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh, but I'm doing it for the fans. I'm doing it for the people. All mm-hmm. right, so this is posted on the Lori and Julia show page on mytalk1071.com. This is from the Late Late Show, where James Corden pulled an epic prank on soccer superstar David Beckham. So uh, David Beckham showed up at his old team's Dignity Health Sports Park Stadium earlier this month in Los Angeles for the unveiling of a new statue in his honor and little which is so gaggy first of all that's so gaggy that they're actually doing that why 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 so desperate miami they did this for that other soccer player that Uh. used to date arena shrink Oh, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. That doesn't even look like him. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo's statue. Yes, oh, I remember that. Looks like, do you guys remember the Lucille Ball tribute statue in her hometown in upstate New York? It was that bad. It was that bad. So horrifying. I'm showing you guys the picture of the the statue of David Beckham. It doesn't even look like him. You got it. It made me laugh so loud because David Beckham, you know, he's trying not to cry (laughs) no he's trying not to say what the hell exactly because he's like well finally he kind of goes 
The chin seems a little long. I mean, the chin is like it Jay, Jay Leno. Leno. <laughs> it does. It's so bad. And they let it go on and on. It's very funny. It is really it is funny. funny. And of course, this was all a prank put on by James Corden. And, uh, you know, honestly, he said, I look like Stretch Armstrong, the yeah. 90s action. Yeah, the eyes were really big. And, and it's like he's missing a tooth yeah, at the and bottom. David Beck, you know, he's trying to have. And then when he just said, you know, Julia, do, his, do the David Beckham voice about her chin. Hi, is that my chin? I don't think so. He does have a Hi, voice. <laughs> I'm David Beckham. Thank you, Julia, for breaking the illusion of David Beckham once again. Now, I advise everyone to go and watch an interview with Hi. David Beckham. Yeah, but listen, listen, you know, yeah. Helena Christensen, who two days ago we talked about Victoria's Secret, is worried that uh, Beckham, her husband, is getting cozy. And what does Helena Christensen do, who had a baby with... Daryl from The Walking Dead, Norman Reedus. Oh, Set. she did. Yeah, they yeah. have oh. like a they have like a twenty year old kid together. Oh, they were oh, together hello. when they were like eighteen. Yeah, so she's Helena posted Chris, a fully nude. She's and and she's around a bunch of cardboard boxes. Oh, she's looking pretty nice. Pretty nice. And then she just wrote hashtag boxing Helena. Worked with on an amazing, exciting book project, and her boob is covered. And I'm just thinking, Victoria Beckham is not happy about that Insta. And I heard on Blind Items earlier today on Clean and Bradley show that maybe there's a waitress in Florida that might have something to say there's about David. There's always a waitress somewhere with David Beckham. Are you kidding there's me? There's always someone cheating on might an ACT be with test. Will David. But look, the Beckhams reportedly worth a billion dollars. Good for oh them. my gosh. So I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> It look good if you don't smile and you Listen, don't eat and what you does make it say? a lot of clothes. You live in London, he lives in... Well, duh. Well, duh. Oh, I feel like we've been doing the duh all day. Of course <laughs> you much. shouldn't uh, bribe and do cheat to get your kids into school. Just I say just no. Just tell everyone you really love crew. Yeah. You li- really love to row. Oh, man. Well, apparently get into rowing because there's scholarships to be had. That's right. If your Very grades are sport. there. Okay, so study of done. Now, this is worrying me. No, this should not worry you. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Okay. Julia? Uh-huh. When planes... Are falling out of the sky. My study of dust says all those planes are grounded, especially when they're brand new. And I'm talking the 737 yep. Max 8s that have had two big crashes. And the Boeing. Delta and Sun Country don't fly those. The big Southwest has the most American and United. United. There's a total of 24 of those planes mm-hmm. flying in the United States of America in American air fleets. And my study of duh is that every one of those damn planes be grounded until they have been inspected and installed the safety update so that they don't climb six miles up in the air and then come crashing down. Okay. Because they have... I think a lot of people are listening, Lori. Yes. Because I saw on... This is my personal study of da, of having been in the travel business, the airline business, and all of that. There I are, would never get... You can call your airline to find out if you're But there are 24 plane. planes, Julia. This is a plane that has been Iceland sold internationally. Air, I know it. Iceland mm-hmm. Air is suspending the Boeing. Yeah, no, other countries, but our, the American Civil Aviation said, oh, no, and it's just like, hey... Someone did the math, and it's a total of 24 planes. Okay? Mm-hmm. 24 planes what? 
have total been, have been delivered or are being total used? planes that are in U.S. fleets that are those planes. There's ground, only twenty four. That's right. So ground those twenty four. This is my study of death. Oh, there's only. Well, I didn't know where you're coming up with the twenty four. There's only twenty four of those planes. So Boeing just ground them because that doesn't put any airline in any bad position. It's like uh, they all need to be upgraded with some software thing. Is that um, what they're saying? Yes, yeah. it's a software thing, and it's <gasps> malfunctioning so that when the plane starts to, like, it's like uh, the recall that uh, we know people get sometimes for driving. It'll say, your car might get stuck in remote control. You need to come in and have a programming update or something like that. It'll say something big. Uh, we just got one that told us mm. about our cars. We got a thing. It's like sometimes these smart Things in our vehicles need an update. And that's what's happening with these planes. I don't like everything so being my, so smart. Yeah, so my study of DA is just that, and I'm giving it, and I and I hope that they listen. But you can always, if you're at all nervous, but it is 24 planes, but if you're flying on Iceland Air or an American or United or Southwest, when you go to the seating, Mm-hmm. To see what your seat is, that always tells you what the plane is. Okay. That's where yep. you always get your, see how helpful I'm being in this study? Yes, very. That will tell you what the equipment is, what the uh, equipment is, because you have to know the equipment to have the right seating chart on there. Capiche? Capiche, capiche. So that's how you know. 737 okay. Max. It's max a, 8. It's a Max 8. It's a new plane. Yes, it yes. is. Yes. yes, it is. And if you own Boeing stock, you were not happy yesterday. No, or today. <laughs> or today. Okay. Or, yep. Here is another study of duh. Taking. No, I can't do this one in the light of the story I just did. Okay. okay. I'm going oh, to. Gosh. Are you, Julia, a fan of your little tiny green servants that you have all over your house that are cleaning your air or so you think? You know, the tiny green servants, plants. You know what? I am a fan of my plants, plants, and I love my plants. Okay, and I never had a green thumb, but I've been doing so well over the past years. And you have great the way you get morning sun. I get I get have great light. You have great plants. light for plants. I plants do. are happy, okay. and my plants are very happy. Yes, and one of the things I always and I remember uh, I had a spider plant that followed me around, like went through a couple marriages. Yeah, you know, I can't grow an orchid. No. I don't. Oh, yeah, I those, can't keep those alive yeah. ever, but I can keep pretty much everything yeah. else alive. But one of the things I remember somebody told me, maybe my mom, maybe my one friend, who I always call, you know, Eloise, who always just knows random, just like you know, things that are supposed to be good for you. But remember, you're told, oh, if you have plants, kind of keeps your air clean in your apartment or your house. They act like little. Little filters. Air purifiers. Air purifiers. Well, guess what? They aren't. They have tons of bugs in them. They're not even doing one job right. They're they, not- they are. They're give, bringing the green in the inside when it's gray and snowy outside. No, I know. They, they do that job very well. They do that, but that's it. They're not cleaning the air, people. Okay. Remember that story? So I just am here for the study of let me wreck your dreams about your plants. No, I don't know. They're not even. Well, do you think your plants? I don't think. I I just remember someone telling me that the the more green and I had this little tiny dusty apartment. And I remember, oh, if you have a lot of plants, it'll make, you know, your air will be cleaner because I probably had the window was painted shut or something. It was a real So you're not going to be hiring the uh, (laughs) window painted shut. You're not going to be hiring the new instagram um the what are they called the 
the pot planters or the yeah, plant planters. Yeah, the plant babysitters. Yeah, no. It's this whole new trend of um, you know, making sure that you have someone around to make sure that you don't mess up and buy the wrong little cactus plant. They will do your plant oh, strategy. Okay. And for twenty nine dollars a month, they Here's will manage everything. Study of does save your money go for a vacation. Okay. Put that. Put that go money and yeah. go and buy whatever you like. Blah blah blah. Anyway, so that's kind of. All I'm right. just busting a myth, really. I'm not a study of die. Here's a study of die. Well, I'll be the judge of it. All right, fine. <laughs> Watching too much TV and quote unquote middle age could harm your memory. Oh, I thought it was going to harm your waist. No. Too much TV is triggering cognitive stress that leads to memory loss. What did you say? <laughs> yeah. What is the cognitive stress that we're having? A study of more than 36... Well, it's really for people who watch a lot of documentaries or reality shows specifically for TV. Right, it's you. Yeah. Well... Too much housewives. Yeah. You oh. watch every single franchise. No. No. Not and that yet. is not the I only reality show. I don't watch it all on Bravo. I am really loyal to, if VH1 could get their act together and put something good, I'd be all over it. But I just am a real housewife and, 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 and The Bachelor. I mean, I can't think of any other reality shows that I watch. All right, I guess there are. Don't yeah, look at me like that. I know there are. I mean, all right, but look at my memory. It's pretty good. So you say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good for you. It's three and a half hours or more in front of the box each day. I want to know, did this study of dad take into account fast forwarding? I hope not. You know, I think you could change all the results by depending on how much you employ well, fast forward. Well, here's the thing that I would think, though, for your memory, not using fast forwarding would be better because you would remember what they were talking about before the commercial break. And then after the commercial break, it would make you access more of your memory to remember what was going on. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. because it's like I barely followed so- that. No, so. I'm just that. telling no. someone if you're no. always fast forwarding past the commercials, yeah. you're yeah. always your storyline is flat. Yeah. It's, it's linear. But if commercials come in there in the middle, I like your theory. or you run around or do some an errand or go to the bathroom or something, yeah. and then you have to go back. You have to think, oh, what was going on before? Yeah. I mean, you have to use a little more thought process. I have to do a disclaimer. This was really done up in- with people who were like on the verge or at risk for Alzheimer's or dementia. Not a good idea to be watching so much tv because like if you know it's a history you could be reading or doing other like brain engaging things so so what happens if you're watching the tv and doing a puzzle at the same time probably it's a real strong um ting from the doctor it takes you longer <laughs> to do the puzzle Lori, you didn't read the whole study is what i'm finding out well, really this study is really for people who well, are they, blind they they are they this this is they keep coming up with the research that's saying no it, that children under 3 you got to you got to limit, limit, limit. That like isn't the, anything new. I know, but I'm just that they keep finding more reasons why it's a good idea. Don't you remember? Well, you might not. I you don't. Won't. I didn't you have won't. any kids. But Donnie, don't you remember when our kids were born and we put the black and white mobile over their crib because it was supposed to make their eyes zone in? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their eyes are just like going like, everywhere and you're like, uh, but well, see, I've got a black and white, white flashcard in front of you. See, why we, aren't you seeing it? I know it. What the hell do we know? Why do we pay any attention to these studies in the first place? <laughs> well, you brought it up. Usually we like to read them first, but I like it when we don't because yeah. it makes it a little more yeah, interesting. It's, it's more of an adventure. Mm-hmm. So he says to a guy who's at yeah. who's got no, massive Alzheimer's. If you have memory loss, you okay. can't be watching so much TV. I don't care if you fast forward or not. Through the commercials or without the commercials. It's all the it's yeah. all one and the same. Yeah, you gotta spend some time reading, doing some 
playing cards. I don't know. Yes. All right, what's another one? Uh, I, I don't keep... know. Is there oh, one? look at the time. Oh, darn. Darn it. Darn oh, it. Well, I gave the aviation. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. And, but I did give the aviation world a piece of my mind and a solution. And I feel real good about that, that that could even be like a PSA worthy. It was... I think a lot of people have thought that. I can't believe they won't ground Julia, these people are very afraid of planes. This I know, used to I be can't my business. I went to a three-day seminar on how to handle incidents, and I know how to talk the language of the planes. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, people did not know how to weed through that story. Planes crashing. Everyone is nervous about that. I think I... Yes. There's yes. only 24 of those planes in the United States. Just ground every one of them. There, I put a bow on both sides. Wow, thank you for, for telling us what we, yeah. No, I heard people were nervous at well, lunch today. of course you'd be nervous. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I didn't want to lean over and say, hey, by the way, there's only 24. But Why? You could help them. But, but here I feel like it's more conducive, you know, bigger reach. <laughs> and the people who wanted to hear it didn't hear it. Well, Julia... <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, there were. Why would I help people out when they needed me? Well, when I could talk about it later. I don't know. My hair didn't look good enough to talk to anybody. You know what? I don't think I. I don't think I had done. uh, I didn't know the story. I didn't know about the. the That it's only twenty four planes. Yeah, you might not have known. I never heard. I knew Delta and Sun Country didn't have any of that equipment. Mm -hmm. That was my first. All right. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll be back with other stories we forgot to get to. His movie Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck and Oscar Isaacs is out on uh, Netflix tomorrow. Oh, mm. yes. I can't believe that he said he's hated uh, He he's just kidding. was asked that. He was just asked that. Have you ever hated anyone? He said, yeah, but Garrett Hedlund wasn't one of them. Right. That is a good witty. You know, that's what you want. And uh, like a little he's doing all these interviews and uh, they just want to talk to Ben Affleck. Everyone else, I want people. Well, I want to just Charlie. give a shout out to the Girl Scouts. It's Girl Scout Day Today. It started on oh, March gee, 12th. That was so sincere right there. Mar- Did everyone feel the sincerity? Of- what is wrong with you today? I'm throwing things at her in the studio. Yeah, she ducked. Was, wasn't that sincere, though? Like, well, hey, everybody. It should have been in random, shouldn't it? Be? Well, I forgot, <laughs> okay. and I'm seeing it, and I want to give a shout out All to the Scouts. Yeah, it started it start? in 1912. Okay. How or you even you... gave it to me. Listen, and then you're yelling at me about saying it. I'm not yelling at you, Julia. You're the one who's airing dirty laundry right now, not me or Donnie, okay? <laughs> not me or Donnie. Leave me out of it. Yeah. And now Donnie wants us to take that out of his mouth. <laughs> no, I want nothing to do with it. Uh, yeah, I know it. I know it. Should we listen to Idris Please, Elba? Please, let's he was like right. kind of delicious. Um, he was on Entertainment Tonight. I don't know... I haven't heard one thing. Maybe we talked about it once when you told us he was being cast as Turn Up Charlie, the guy yeah. who plays a DJ who then babysits for a guy who's going overseas. Yes. Um, and I haven't heard one thing about this show on Netflix where Idris Elba, I mean, have you guys? No. Not one um, thing except um, for probably like... Don 17. gave us the original casting news when this was I did that. Happening. Yeah. 14 months in yeah, advance. Yeah. I'm sure, time. but we haven't what, heard watch anything. For something coming and we're giving some, yeah. yeah, we're giving some promo to Netflix right now with the uh, Triple Frontiers tomorrow. I, I'm going to put away my Girl Scout announcement. Yeah, did you? Because it was year. so sincere. Uh, for March 12th. I'm going to put in my Tickler file. Yeah, I bet. You mm-hmm. don't even have a Tickler file. I can't wait to talk about that next year. It's Jeez. Friday. Friday, it debuts on Netflix. What? 
But would you just get yourself about turn up, Charlie? Yes, Friday. Oh, okay, that's why we haven't heard anything about eight episodes. All right, let's hear each. from Idris and see if he can sell us. Idris Elba has no trouble working for Harry and mm. Meghan, though he was asked to DJ during their wedding reception, and you know he was more than happy to oblige. Well, that's Harry right, and I forgot. Meghan are friends and super close, you know, the obligation is about just making sure they have a great time. From royal wedding DJ to sexiest man alive, mm. Idris is definitely having a moment. He just hosted SNL. Oh, it was really good. That was amazing. It was a good And he's making his directorial debut with the gritty revenge drama Yardy. I mean, it's been um, a while working on it, maybe seven years. It's a great experience. I love I'm his voice. I'm excited for it. Elba doesn't appear in the film, but you'll see him in plenty of other projects. He's the bad guy in the next Fast and Furious film, and the 46-year-old is showing off his comedic side in the Netflix series Turn Up Charlie. Just give me one shot to prove myself, and if you hate me tomorrow, which you will not, because I'm a Dobbs. He's a washed-up musician who agrees to be his best friend's nanny. Raising two kids of his own helped prepare Idris for the role. What's your first love, music or acting? First was definitely the music. Yeah. I was way too young to understand, but I was holding an album cover of Let's Get It On. And it's, you know, me like this. You were the sexiest man alive back then. Didn't See, that was then, a sexy was, thing. Let's get it on at four years old. And later this year, Idris will star in Cats, the movie. James Corden's hilarious in this film, and I get to sing with Taylor Swift. And, you know, it's all sort of like a little bit surreal. It is a little bit it surreal. It is a little bit surreal. To you just talk like that about I'm all just seeing who's in this, if we know anyone who's in this turn up Charlie with him. I don't know. It sounded kind of good when he described it. You know, I'll, I'll definitely check. It I out. love it mm-hmm. when you know somebody that kind of. But I don't know. We'll see. I also want to see you know Charlie Hunnam and Headland. You know, somebody did a Hunnam. There's a Hunnam and Headland Twitter page that's just devoted to those two. All the shots of them frolicking during the filming of Triple Frontier with their with their great shoes because Charlie Hunnam we found out earlier was discovered in a shoe store. Julia, he was at 17 years old. <laughs> and that's why he always has such a great shoe game. Well, you know, didn't you like that I just added that? I mean, but he literally, every single interview, he <laughs> wears white kicks like he's still jacks on Sons of Anarchy. Because remember how that used to bug me when Sons of Anarchy first came on? And they weren't wearing the right footwear. That Lori nobody would, would wear enough. Chuck Taylors on a motorcycle, that you no, would have no. a treaded boot, yeah. you know. For, Lori's going crazy. I was They're going not cra- really motorcycle. Riders. No, I was going crazy and then finally. Finally, all their violent and sexy ways just got the, you know, whatever. And I started overlooking the shoes. And then I think they still start. They were wearing boots, at least. Yeah. Jacks. But he would show up in. They look like vans. It drove me crazy. <laughs> I know. I remember. But anyway, and now they're so cute. No, and it makes I mean, sense because he was discovered in a shoe store. Someone else is in uh, Turn Up Charlie, a name we haven't heard in Ooh. a while. Piper Parabo. Oh. Oh. oh from. Uh, from uh, the Coyote Cowboy. Ugly. Co- yes, thank yeah. you, Julia. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And she also had her own show on USA Network yeah. that I used to watch. Please wait. I in. love her name, Piper Marabou. Parabo. Parabo. Okay, please weigh in on uh, Duchess Kate wearing a piss- pussy bow lavender dress and a wide-legged black pant. She looks lovely. Is it? Uh, you like it? Mm-hmm. She looks lovely. Yeah, lovely. Donnie, what do you say? I did like it. I like. You posted look. it, yeah. and Linda, who's in our studio, do you like it? Yay. I like it. You like she it? What it do we good. like about it? It's just kind of chic. 
Yes. I mean, don't you remember wearing these blouses in the oh, 90s? Yes, and we I loved do. them, Julia. Mm-hmm. They came in three-quarter sleeve. I even have a high school photo with... Uh, in you a, in a pussy bow? Yeah, in a peach one. But oh. mine, of course... Was it, high, Was what? It had a Peter Pan collar. So oh, jeez. Just to add. And I had the bifocal or the bi-range. Yeah. What was it called? And then your that healthy haircut. bosom. That just oh, had yeah. to just really <laughs> look so great. My haircut, that was, you know, high-low. <laughs> yeah. You know, that haircut where you had the bangs curled under and then you had oh, the, the bob had that, curled yeah. under. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really tight. I'm going to look for it. You should do it. Sure. It with a healthy bosom, as Lori says. My boobs were up to my face. Yeah. Yeah. seen those photos. Yeah. Donnie, I mean, Listen, she showed them to me I years know. ago. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're not bad. I we just showed you our Sturgis show. pictures the other day of Julie and I in Sturgis. Uh, was selling our nipples uh, 19 it years ago. Sounds so in bad June. if someone just turned in. Yeah, yeah. selling our nipples. Not hookers, wow, though. It, no, it came to that. You had to sell yeah, well, they were, they, you know, <laughs> they were perky. a nice rubber aesthetic, <laughs> pleasing nipple and clothing. Get perky, feel sassy, <laughs> and have fun. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.